Hi, everyone. Welcome to the first episode of the Superpowered Fancast. Uh, my name is Darren. I'm Danny. Jenna. Stephanie. <laughs> and we are fans of many different things, and I'll be guaranteed to tell you right now, we are experts on nothing. So just to get that out of the way, we are just fans, and we wanted to do a podcast that celebrates fandom and celebrate, that celebrates the things that we are fans of. Uh, hopefully we will learn from each other about things that maybe something Danny's a fan of that I'm not or uh, Jenna's a fan of that I'm not and hopefully that I can we can educate each other um, we're going to try and keep the snark to a minimum but I can't guarantee it <laughs> we will definitely have an, a lot of sarcasm because that's just the kind of people that we are but the reason why we call this a fan cast is because we want it to be as positive as possible it's like we don't want to Crap, crap on, on anything. Exactly. Yeah. We don't want to crap on anything or anybody. Like if there are things that, Exactly. <laughs> Intentionally, <laughs> yeah. We're yeah. human. Exactly. There are things that we there are things that we don't like and we're gonna we're gonna talk about them, but not in a mean spirited way. So, um does anybody have anything they want to start off with? Well <laughs> let's see. There's so many things to talk about. I guess we're going to leave. We need to start with Batman vs. Superman. Batman vs. Superman? I think that's... that's yeah, I kind of that was the... I was yeah. kind of like, yeah. I think that's one I of the th- that's one of the things that kind of brought us together to just finally go ahead and do this, rather than just all the talking about it, is because we've just, you know, we've gone back and forth, like, listening to critics and talking to each other, and yeah, so just kind of from that perspective, we just want to go ahead and talk about Batman versus Superman, Dawn of Justice. Woo! And here's the funny thing. As a consensus of the room, we all actually really enjoyed it. We did. We did. Yes. Seen it twice Immensely. I, I, I cried. I'm not going to lie. She did cry. She did cry. It was very beautiful. Let's <laughs> call it as a, uh, an antithesis of the people who say there was no heart in the movie. Right. Well, but, well. <laughs> my cold, dead heart responded. So. <laughs> Again, we all really in, enjoyed the movie, and I think we all enjoyed it in our for different reasons. And I think that's actually kind of what I want to talk about, like um, the reasons why you enjoyed it, why you enjoyed the movie the way you enjoyed it. Like I've, you know, I've gone to social media and I've listened to what people have said, and mm-hmm. I've, you know, responded. And again, I've made it a point to respond. Not in kind, because if you know people are you know bashing something that I enjoy, again, I didn't you know I didn't make the movie. No, <laughs> I don't star in the movie. We make no money <laughs> off I of make this. No money off the movie. I'm just the person who enjoyed the movie. So because I have no actual dog in the fight other than being a fan of it, I don't necessarily feel the need to you know bash the people who didn't like it. Right. If you didn't like it. You didn't like it. You don't have to see it again. All right. It's already out there, so guess what? I'm going to enjoy the hell out of it (laughs) (laughs) and continue to do so. Mm -hmm. If no one comes to the next one, we'll still have the best seats. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) There you go. Well, at least before us. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, and, you know, Jenna and Danny can attest to this. Like, I was nervous sitting down and, like, watching the credits or the previews and... I was almost about to vomit, I think, just because I was so scared because I, just in the time it came out, you know, and Tumblr is a beautiful we saw thing. It on opening night. I mean, we didn't see it until 10.30, yeah. but it was still, it was still the night it came yeah. out, like as soon as we got off work. <laughs> yeah, but, mm-hmm. you know, you, it's kind of unavoidable. I wanted to avoid as much as I could about it, 
but you know, people posting the pictures of you know the reviews next to Dare, you know, the original yeah. Daredevil, mm-hmm. and all these things, and it was lower than that. And I'm sitting here, I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> and so I was really scared, and I'm I'm kind of upset that I was so scared because mm-hmm. see, I liked all the trailers. I mean, I was a little, I was like, okay, didn't say we're doing, okay, that's fine. Well, that's the thing is that we're subject to this, we're subject to the same, you know, personality traits as, as others. We're subject mm-hmm. to, the, to you know, the same kind of group think and group mm-hmm. mentality that other people have. You see a, you go to Rotten Tomatoes and you see something at like 28%, like the first thing you're going to want to say is, oh, I don't want to go see that. Right. But at the same time. How many, you know, and if you really think about how many great things do you think you might have missed because you let other people determine, you know. Right. And I'm, again, not saying critics don't have a, don't have value, Mm -hmm. but their criticism is just that. It's criticism. Right. It's not a call to arms. It's not a call to action. Right. It's not, you know, you have to, you either have to go see this movie or you don't have to see this. Mm -hmm. So that's, uh, that. It's unavoidable that, you know, that you're going to see it. And to be honest with you, I expected that. Because I think every, I think there were so many people who were expecting it to be bad. There were so many people who were already negatively viewing it because it's not a Marvel film. <laughs> a collective that if, sigh. That, and oh, here's the thing. And we love Marvel films. Yes. We yes. go to I mean, every Marvel film. Marvel fanboy over here. And so, I mean, with that, I mean, I y'all are the DC girls. <laughs> Stephanie Jones. I'm mean, <laughs> Darren. Like, I mean, I'm a DC yeah, girl? Yeah. Is that what happened? DC, DC guru. Okay. Like, you like, could be a DC, DC girl, girl, Darren. You could, could be a DC girl. I, mean, I could rock it. I could rock it. <laughs> um, but no, I mean, with that, like, you guys know more than that and everything. I'm more of that Marvel. I didn't expect a Marvel film. I didn't want a Marvel <laughs> film when I went into it. See, there we go. Um, I went into it not knowing a whole lot, knowing just enough of who these people are, and I was able to enjoy it. I loved where it's going. I love the scene of the things mm-hmm. that they're planning for yeah. the future I got it I understood it and I, I really enjoyed it yeah. that's one of the things as I was saying like everything that I saw in that movie made me want to see more mm-hmm. either while I was watching it or after I left mm-hmm. I wanted to see what was going forward and just as an addendum um Jenna's not a, a, a Marvel girl. She's just a she's just Team Bucky. That's, that's <laughs> true. That's true. Team Bucky Nat. Okay. With a little bit of cap thrown in there. Come on now. Okay. <laughs> just like everything is under the Winter Soldier, and every mm-hmm, not exactly. just because there's movies about them. Just just oh, as there, a rule. This is this is far beyond the movies. This is, this is far before the movies. <laughs> this is a way of life. The movies are just the icing on my cake. back to the super cake. short. Yes. Yeah. But I went into, I literally went into the movie with no preconceived notion of what I was going to see. I didn't go in there expecting to see this version of Superman, this version of Batman, or this version of Wonder Woman. I wanted to see what with what they were going to do. Mm-hmm. Was I was curious. Day? Yeah, exactly. It was a complete, complete, yeah, no, you're, you're <laughs> right. It was completely, it was an open field and a blank slate. There you go. It was exactly like, so going into a movie, you just brought yourself. But again, most people, and again, from a lot of stuff that I've read, they kind of went in there going, oh, it's not joyful. It's like, really? Or it's dark. I'm like, really? How much light do you ever see in a Batman comic? Batman operate during yeah. the day? 
And I know, I know, like, Superman's really bright and stuff, and that's great. Mm -hmm. It's fantastic. He is. And in the in the comics, Superman just kind of came that way. Mm-hmm. You know, he came as a Boy Scout. You know, he came as whatever. But I think it was the honestly the right call because mm-hmm. if I, I'm sorry, if you give me and people, you know, Batman was really dark. Okay, what was he in the Nolan movies? But I digress. Well, <laughs> <laughs> um, the Nolan movies, he was, he was, he was, so he was earnest. Yeah, really more earnest than dark. But that's, and what's I mean, your favorite part? Favorite. What's your favorite part of that? Is he talking on the roof to himself? Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> that, that'll be a separate so podcast. That <laughs> that'll be a separate podcast. That's what that feels like. But I think it was a good call to put a, div- a, a Superman. I, we've honestly never seen. Mm-hmm. You know, on TV, on the big screen, as they would say. And stand him next to Batman in this yeah. world. With Man of Steel, I think they were like, hey, it's Superman. Mm-hmm. Because Superman's kind of been done to death. You know, I love all the other movies and yeah. everything else. But here's something you haven't seen. And it was, I think I think it was the right call. Because yeah. modern day. This is the thing. Like, you can't, you know. like, every previous iteration of Superman is that he has always been so good. And there's nothing. There's nothing bad about that mm-hmm. in that interpretation, but there's no that that interpretation. Not only it lacks nuance, but that's the exact opposite of what everyone has been saying they wanted from Superman in the movies. Yeah, everyone has always been saying he's too good. He's too good. He's too good. You can't make a movie about Superman. He's too good. We're tired of the Boy Scout. Exactly tired of the Big Blue Boy Scout. Yeah. So you have that on you have that on the screen. They've given it to you over and over and over and over again. And the moment they give you something different, it's like, well, where's the Big Blue Boy Scout? Right. But see, I think like, where's people, the Superman? Where's my Superman? Right. I think people were like, you know, Superman. You know, he's not human. He's not human. He's not. And he's, he's not human. But the minute we see humanity, mm-hmm. because he was raised a human, and we are human. Mm-hmm. And if you're raised as, you know, even if you're an alien. We've, we're multifaceted. We're not, yeah, we're not, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, and I think he, touching on his humanity and just his struggle and his, I want to do good things and be mm-hmm. this good thing. But when I'm being this good thing, good things don't always happen. Right. And that's one of the conflicts I actually enjoyed is the fact that, you know, he's not only having to deal with his place in the world. He's having to deal with the expectation of not one but two fathers. Yeah, mm-hmm. two fathers. Yeah, who are expecting him to be a certain thing. Yeah, really, two di- like, totally different. Things right, too. To- two totally different things. Mm-hmm. You have one who wants to, you know, Russell Crowe wants you to <laughs> usher them into usher them into a future where you, you know, you show them wonders, and then. You know, you got Jonathan Kent is like, you know what, kind of pull back and be who you are. <laughs> yeah, and, and I think, per- tone it down a right, little. Right, exactly. Tone be, it down a little. Be you. Don't help. There's like, I'm not saying don't help. I'm just saying maybe kind of protect a little bit of yourself. Yeah, and I think people have looked over the fact that the, those two father figures being in these in these movies pretty much embody Clark Kent and Superman mm-hmm. because he's trying to be both. Right. And... No one's perfect. I and mean, even one, though he wants to be. Mm-hmm. And there's one thing that um, that I don't you know, it might have been in the five minutes I went to the bathroom and I missed it. But we'll, say, <laughs> but we'll see you all will tell me. But there was something that I saw in one of the commercials where it had Martha Kent telling Clark, you know, you know, 
you can be whatever you want, like be their savior, be their hero, or be none of it. Which was one of my favorite parts in the whole movie, even though people yeah. were like, how dare you? He destroyed a fake city. But, that's <laughs> you the, but see, that's the thing. A mother would give their child that choice. Mm -hmm. yes. A mother would think about their child exactly. before they thought about their child's role in, in the, the world. world. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Because that's secondary to your feelings for your child. Yeah. Like that's, you know, and that's, that has much more realism to me mm -hmm. than a lot of, than a lot of the other things. Because like, if you look at, again, and I'm not, you know, comparing and contrasting to be negative. Again, we I love Marvel right. films. But there really is, you know, not really a lot of depth of character in some of the Marvel films. Mm -hmm. Because they're, I would agree with that. Yeah. Because you, we you know we know who they are. Hey, Pim. Like, <laughs> <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> Sorry. Well. Some characters we have to ease into the world. But, the thing is, <laughs> but see, you look at. I mean, you look at. You know, um, Tony Stark is going to be Tony Stark, and right. The reason why they haven't gotten, why they'll, I don't think they'll ever do like the, a lot of the storylines that involve his drinking is because you have fallen in love with Robert Downey Jr.'s characterization of Tony Stark. Yeah. Like, and Nightmare in a Bottle is just not going to be something Right, I mean, they hit on it one of the movies and hit a drunken moment, but exactly. it used to be, Yeah. I mean, he was you, you, one step away from being on an AA billboard. Yeah. <laughs> so you're not going to put, they're not going to put that on screen because right. you love Robert Downey Jr.'s Tony Stark. Mm -hmm. We want to give you more of that. Mm-hmm. Chris Evans, Captain Captain America. He's beautiful. <laughs> exactly. He's he's everything you want a superhero to be. Mm -hmm. yep. Both morally and like, morally and case, physically. Physically. <laughs> physically. <laughs> I was waiting for what you all to say. But that's but he's <laughs> that's the thing. He's what you want a hero to be. And uh -huh. pretty much kind of the same thing with Thor. You kind of like it's fun that he doesn't understand the world that he's in and that he compares everything to to you know Asgard and yeah. and all those things that it, it's it's fun to kind of have a fish out of his his fish, fish out, out of water, water story yeah because exactly. it's always funny motif it's all, you know and well yeah no he he, he knows his world he doesn't know ours mm -hmm. that's not his fault like that. And then you have like the and you have the Hulk and his his dealing with and I'm one of the only people again that enjoyed the Hulk. Um, Black Widow thing. I thought that was interesting. I, <laughs> I thought it was an interesting. It, I thought it was an interesting yes, plot oh, point. Oh, I didn't think that. it was gonna. I I knew it ultimately could not. You know, yeah, could not sustain itself. Right. But if you think about it with them being in a team like that, mm -hmm. eventually there's gonna be those kind of thoughts. Right. And so things are gonna go that way. Yeah. It also so. very natural. Right. And, and the fact that she said, "Hey, you know what? She's she you know is around warriors and fighters, and he's the one guy who doesn't want to fight." Even though, because, even though he knows he'll win, mm -hmm. yeah. So and that, it, that, makes, it makes sense. It right. makes perfect sense because but it, that has been her whole life. Right. But again, mm -hmm. all of those are characters. Mm -hmm. They're characterizations, and they're great characterizations yes. that I will see in every movie. Yes. Mm -hmm. But they're not really people. And you get a and and uh, as dark as as a lot of the aspects are of. BV of Batman Superman, mm -hmm. you get to see a lot of humanity yeah. in these characters, and even the ones that aren't necessarily served 
the best all the time. And I actually think that the female characters in the movie showed more strength and depth than the male characters yeah. most of the time. Oh, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Like, I enjoyed the fact that Lois would, would not compromise. Mm -hmm. I enjoyed the fact that, you know, that Martha had that speech for her son, that mm -hmm. Martha was a mother. Yes. And Martha, Martha couldn't care less about anything else that happened in the world. <laughs> she wanted, she That's cared her baby. about her son. Her son was her priority. Yeah. I, I mean, I liked the, like, Wonder Woman, as much as the people were complaining about that she wasn't on screen enough, they completely forget about the fact that Wonder Woman does, in fact, have a secret identity. Mm-hmm. That's what yeah. I said, like, she, she may not have been on screen through, and let me preface this by saying that I love Wonder Woman. <laughs> <laughs> in every form she has ever been in, just about. Oh, well, except for the 70s. No, no, I still no, love we own the whole her, thing, Derek. You, love, you love her, you, you love Spy, like, <laughs> you love Emma Peel, Wonder Woman? No. <laughs> I'll, I'll admit I don't know as much about the Emma Peel Wonder Woman, but. When she, when she jumped around in a in a bouffant hairdo in a leather suit <laughs> as a no, spy. Does she look like um, Farrah Fawcett? Does she look like that? God, I'm so old. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> No. She looked like oh, bring, her, bring her up, bring her up. Yeah, but anyways, I love Wonder Woman. <laughs> and I mean I I and I went into this movie. She was she was my biggest point of, you know, hesitation for this movie because I wasn't wasn't quite sure I liked Gal Gadot. Mm -hmm. Gal Gadot for the part. And no, you you were sure you didn't. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well I, I told you I was gonna give her a chance. Look, I have I have my heart set on this one image of Wonder Woman and I like images. Oh yeah, see no, I I don't I don't believe I've ever actually seen. It's from a old TV show. Called oh the, yeah, called not fair, Fox. My bad. She looks like the other Charlie Angel though. Yeah, it's from a well, it's from an old TV show called The Avengers. Did that tie in with the movie The Avengers? At no, all? it had no, it was had nothing movie. to do with the Marvel comic <laughs> at all. But anyways, um, <laughs> but even though her her parts were small, like she didn't have a lot of screen time. But it wasn't Batman versus Superman versus Wonder Woman. Right, and I think the thing is she didn't have a lot of screen time as Wonder Woman, but she had a lot of screen time as Diana. What was interesting would be was is her dynamic of why she stayed out of it. Like I would, I wanted to explore that, mm -hmm. more. Okay, and I think her solo movie is going to, you know, of course, explore yeah, explore that because you want to know what happened for, to her from you know nineteen eighteen to to now, like yeah. why she, why no one's seen her since then. Mm -hmm. And you know, and the thing is, is that again, there's so many parts of this movie that made me want to see more, that made me want to know more, yeah. that made me want to, that made me ask questions, mm -hmm. and that's what I honestly think that's what a good movie should do. That's what a good, especially what a good comic book movie should do. Yeah. And that's been so many, sorry. <laughs> well, that's been so many people's complaints that I've heard is, well, it just left too much open. There wasn't, that, that was the big argument against the plot, wasn't it? That there wasn't, there wasn't enough in there. And I'm like, it's the beginning. Right. Like, it's dawn. It's dawn. Of justice. <laughs> it's not like, dust. It's not, it's not the Justice League. Mm -hmm. It's yeah. not, it's not just Batman versus Superman. It's, it's the beginning of something bigger. Mm -hmm. And, no, they didn't do it like Marvel, but that doesn't mean the way they're doing it is bad. They're going, they're but, just giving you bits and then exploring. And that's mm -hmm. the thing. If they did it the same way with Marvel, then they would be, then they would be, you know, pilloried in the street because they were doing it you just like Marvel. <laughs> How dare you? And that's, that's the hardest thing about comic book movies, I feel. Like, mm -hmm. I, I think comic book movies are one of the most difficult movies to do just because... You're taking these characters, these storylines that people already know. That are older than you. That yep. people most time, already in most love, times. 
and you have to make it different without changing it at all. Mm-hmm. And that that's an that's an impossible thing. And to you do have to and you have to find a way to have it appeal to a broad audience. Mm-hmm. You have to bring it to, to date. Yeah. yeah, you can't just play the same old song over and, like, over and over and yeah. over again. Batman and Superman are seventy five years old. Yeah, <laughs> he's seventy five years old. That's you know you know longer than most people's lifespans. Right. Mm-hmm. So I mean, there, you know, there are people who. Were born when when Superman and Batman were created, and who are dead now. So right. it's always going to be a, a change in the dynamic of the character because that's the only thing that keeps it going. Right. Like if it was the exact like if Batman were the same character that that um, Bill Finger and Bob Kane created, no one would be reading Batman now. No. Well, no. no one would. Like, if Superman was, you know, if Superman's only power was he could jump over tall buildings in a single bound, no one would be reading Superman mm, at no. this point. You would not necessarily care about somebody who could jump really high. No, not for real. You know, and I think that's the thing that, you know, people are like, well, we, and I don't know why the consent, you know, again, I love the Marvel movies, even though I, I read more DC and I, I mm-hmm. know, you know, my Batman is the animated series Batman. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. Like, yeah. Kevin Conroy, like when I'm reading about mm-hmm. you, comic, you he, Con- he's in my Kevin head, Conroy. like he's there. But <laughs> yeah, like that show came on when I was in high school, and it's still like Kevin Conroy's voice is my back. Yeah, like that's if you if you know it's like the voice of God, like that's just, mm-hmm. just what it is. But people were so okay on one end of it with Marvel, you know, like oh they're doing this to it, they're doing this great, yay, and then almost like a mirror effect on the DC side, people are, they just hold on a little bit tighter mm-hmm. to each thing. And like, I love them too. Trust me. Like mm-hmm. Dick Grayson, please just let him be Scotty. Please, please. But, <laughs> you know, that's a pipe okay. dream. That's my, that's my fantasy booking, but they just want him to have like a pop up cameo in Suicide no, we, Squad. No, we want him to be Scotty's boy. Oh, yeah. No, like they haven't. As as far as I know, they still haven't announced they who haven't. his character is. Mm-hmm. He's a cop. <laughs> he's pretty boy. Please, mm-hmm. he, I say a prayer about so it. So perfectly, and we know he's going to be at that point because you know we've we've established in this movie. You know, Batman's been doing this for twenty years. We mm-hmm. know, you know, Dick's moved on now. Mm-hmm. So it, it'd be perfect. They just need to give it to us. Are you yeah. looking it up right now? <laughs> <laughs> that, that's that's mine and Jenna's. That's mine and Jenna's pop dream. But yes. I feel like people they hold on so tight. And which is great because you do that to things you love, you know. You you do that to to tight. keep them, and you don't want you know like the they're they're re, they're remaking a power the Power Rangers movie. Mm-hmm. I'm scared to death. <laughs> There's been 15 million other Power Rangers, but mine is will always be Tommy and Kimberly. Exactly. Period. And I've never been a fan of, of Power Rangers because right. it was you know a little bit after my time, but. At the same time, I you know I've seen the I've seen I think I've seen at least one of the movies. Like I I I'm aware of the existence of Power Rangers. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> and what it means. <laughs> <laughs> I acknowledge its existence right. on this planet. But um, but if I decided to go see it, because again, my you know my my oldest son likes likes Power Rangers, yeah. so I would take him to go see Power right. Rangers. But I would go in there to see Power Rangers as Power Rangers and. If they're going to do Power Rangers, I kind of interpret in my head the original Power Rangers. Right. Mm-hmm. But you also got to look at, you know, 
the fact that everyone kind of everyone wants these characters to be the way they they want, want them, interpret yeah. them, and that's fine. But you 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 can't please everybody. No. Not everyone's going to be served by the material that by every aspect of right. the material. And again, that's fine too. Right. Definitely. Like Superman. Um, and he's not Clark Kent enough. You know, he doesn't make any difference as Clark Kent. And I'm like, okay, first of all, Clark Kent's a journalist. Mm -hmm. What is he going to do? <laughs> because his whole thing is, you don't see me. I'm just in the background. Like, I'm... Exactly. Clark yeah. Kent was not meant to be noticed. He was not meant to do anything. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That was the whole point of having, a, having that identity in the first place was that no one was really... You're not supposed to be noticed. You're not yeah. supposed to be seen. You're journalist you ask you ask a question amongst the group of other reporters yeah and like some people like you know he didn't they missed an opportunity when they didn't rip his shirt i'm like no he tugged at the tie that was enough for me mm -hmm. i knew yeah. what he was gonna go do mm -hmm. but i feel like just so many people were like no you cannot and if if we don't give like directors and writers like room to interpret now mm -hmm. it can go bad as we have seen oh, yeah. <laughs> it can it can turn out not well what yeah. was that one superman movie no one watched <laughs> <laughs> that would be that would be Superman for the quest for peace. Mm. Which I think I own written. I think, I think it's part of my Christopher Reeve. I mean, mm. God love him. He's fantastic. Love well, him. No, no, that was one of the best things to me in Man of Steel was there at the end, like seeing him in his Superman costume at the at the very end there, and I think we all just had a collective sigh. Oh, he looks like Christopher. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> you know and. There were so many nods to so many things, and you can just tell when something respects the source material. Yeah. And I honestly, wholeheartedly, you know, believe that Zack Snyder respects everything. Mm hmm Because, I mean, like when Lois pulled Clark out of the, the water, you know, from, you mm -hmm. know, the kryptonite thing, like that was a nod. Like there were so many small things that were nods, but they were so right, and I don't feel like it was forced. I don't feel like any of the Easter eggs or any of the whatevers were forced. Yeah. I felt like if you wanted more, it would have felt too crowded. You I know, mean, there were things we didn't like about the movie. Yeah, I'm, I'm not gonna lie. The opening sequence, I got really scared. She did. She she stiffened up real quick, but as soon as as soon as the bats started pulling him off the ground, we were about yeah, just that, like, oh. that was a little creepy. <laughs> I was, was a little creepy. I was like, no, no, no. Yeah, I had no, a moment where I, no. I I think I grabbed Jenna's arm you did. and I was just like. I think oh, you no. actually said that no. <laughs> <laughs> I and probably did. I sat there by myself in the theater and was like, no. 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 I, felt, I felt that way about a lot of the dream, well, not a lot of the dream sequences. Like, I felt like the dream sequences were a bit much. Like, I understood why they were there. Mm -hmm. I think we could have shortened the whole um, Injustice dream sequence. Oh, the Nightmare <laughs> dream sequence. <laughs> yeah. Um, and the future Flash thing, I feel like we could have completely cut. Like, that that would have been a great deleted scene. I think what's interesting is that that actually <laughs> made me a little bit curious. I think they, I don't know if it necessarily got handled uh, correctly. I don't think right. it should have necessarily been a dream I think he should have woken up from a dream, and then that just that would have ha happened, happened and been kind of like mm -hmm. post dream. Like, okay, but boom! Now I'm okay. Like some okay, this is a warning to me. <laughs> Definitely. Because then the question I have to ask is that is that a you know is that a cosmic treadmill situation or a mother box situation? Mm -hmm. Right. Because it looked like Flash was wearing armor. 
Yeah. So it had to be. So in my I mean, I'm thinking it's more like a mother mother box. box. Yeah. Definitely. So. I just I feel like it was a little too much. For yeah. The movie. Like mm-hmm. it, it was it pushed it just a little oh, bit. Oh, spoilers! Over the edge of, <laughs> yeah, this is not spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> Darren, put if that put that in the tag. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it was just it was just a bit too much, and mm-hmm. I I appreciated it as a fan as having that knowledge mm-hmm. of you know we know where this is coming from and then I sat there and watched the movie with my father and my younger brother um, two nights afterwards and I was sitting there like thinking okay let me explain this to y'all real quick <laughs> this is why this is happening that was the flash but see that's one of the things I enjoyed was that I had that sense of I had this sense that you know I know this yeah. that I, I understand this mm-hmm. I'm not having somebody have to explain this to me if I had someone there, I actually would have felt good in saying, hey, you know what? That's what this means. It's like, mm-hmm. I sat there yeah. and I was like, that's Which makes a, it easier it's like, that's a parademon. Yeah. yeah. So, mm-hmm. if they, that makes it, even it though does, it I does. wish it was well, the see, same. I didn't mind the dream sequences. I thought they were neat. <laughs> but, I, I like how y'all were saying, I didn't like necessarily the way it was edited. Because it was so sudden that it was like you were here, then you're there. Yeah. It's just like what just happened. It's like you woke up from a dream to go back and it just. It's like Inception. We had an yeah, Inception right. moment. Did this so really like, happen? Yeah. Where are we at now? Is he seriously in this desert here? What's going on? Yeah. And so I, I didn't mind them. I just didn't like how they were placed. I felt like they had a place and that wasn't it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like it was. It was just a little out. Mm-hmm. It felt like it didn't belong. And usually I love stuff like that. Like, if, if we took it over to my Marvel movies, like, I, I loved that moment. I've had friends um, at school that have gone with, with me to movies just specifically so we can sit and talk and I can explain everything mm-hmm. in the movie that they didn't get. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I did like the splash sign. I did like that one. I did like the flash thing. That was mm-hmm. me. But again, it gives you, as a fan, a sense of empowerment yeah. because you know oh, this is made for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was made for me, and that's one of the things I wrote is that you know it's this is unapologetically a DC film. Yes, oh, yes. they're not going to sit there and tell you they're going to hold your hand. Right, they're, yeah. exactly. They're not going to hold your hand and tell you exactly what this means or what this says. You, as a fan, know. Mm-hmm. If you're not a fan, become one so that you can find out. Mm-hmm. Right, and mm-hmm. I really I felt like it was. You know, as much as, you know, more moves and stuff, it's great. But I like how this movie seemed to cut out the unnecessary things. Like, I could mm-hmm. find myself, like, when Lois touched his chest, touched, this means something. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad. I'm so glad. The only comment he had to that was, you know, you know, to my family, or, or it used to, mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. On my planet, it did. Instead of being like, "Yes, this is the seal of my house," you know. Right. Instead of having to <laughs> go, but people were so upset about seeing Martha and Thomas die again. Mm-hmm. But, but you knew I felt gonna I felt it was appropriate the appropriate way to do that. It had a place in the plot. Yeah, yes. it, it really did. Because people the were like, "You know, I'm tired of seeing that. I'm tired of seeing that." It's like, <laughs> yes, you. but you don't understand. Like you do. I'm tired of, we know, we know. Yes, we know. This is the single most important moment mm-hmm. in this character's life. Mm-hmm. So whenever this character is reintroduced, it has to be there. And then the people who really kind of, you know, go at it for, well, you know, the mothers are named the same. And that, you know, then all of a sudden become friends. Like, no, they didn't all of a sudden become friends. Mm-hmm. At that moment, he saw himself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The moment that Superman said they're going to kill Martha, 
he stopped being Batman and remembered that he was a human being. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That he was Bruce, that he was a human being. Yeah. He was losing his humanity trying to defend humanity. Mm -hmm. Right. And that and that goes into, you know, what Alfred said. Mm -hmm. You know, stuff like this turns good men cruel. Right. And mm -hmm. it did. And it did. It turned him into the thing that he didn't want to be and it was out of fear. And it was out of and you know, and you don't want to think of Batman being afraid. But at the same time, it's the it's the natural fear of the unknown. Yeah. It's the natural fear of not only the unknown, but Batman wanting to control it. Mm -hmm. And everyone wanting to control it, especially from the human side. Mm -hmm. That's why you had Lex wanting to control wanting to control that power. Mm -hmm. You had the government wanting to control Superman. And yeah. You've got Batman at this point where he he's never known anything but monsters. Mm -hmm. He doesn't yeah. have friends. <laughs> exactly. We don't have the justice. Like, mm -hmm. It's like it's that his world made sense. Yeah. This is what he did. This is why he did it. This is the results that happened. Yeah. Then all of a sudden you're introduced to God's walking among men. Right. And you know, and he doesn't know how to interpret that. He doesn't no. know. Like he, he I mean, he thing. knows. It, I can't say he doesn't know how to interpret it, but he's, you know, it's he's finding his his way to interpret that. Yeah. That change in dynamic. Mm -hmm. He's had the trial and error already. Yeah, and this, it's not going to be pretty. Yeah. Batman. 20 years in the future. I mean, mm -hmm. this is this is Batman who's tried to give people that second chance, who's mm -hmm. tried to turn the cheek. And of course, we haven't seen this yet, but we all yeah. know this story. And yeah. He's false yeah. people. Mm -hmm. He's understood at this point that he can't just let them go. He can't just turn them, you know, turn mm -hmm. the other cheek. He's I mean, he that. says that point blank. He's like, we think there's a 1% chance. So, you know, we have to take it as an absolute certainty because absolute that's certainty. how he operates mm -hmm. on every level. And that's He's... why they gave him that because we didn't need that back. I mean, we'll get, I'm sure we'll get some parts of that, mm -hmm. but we didn't need that. I had an argument with someone the other day about that. Like, he was like, but we don't know what Batman this is. We don't know what world he's coming from. I'm like, have you read a Batman comic ever? <laughs> <laughs> there's TV shows. There's movies. We just had a trilogy in the past 10 years, guys. Mm -hmm. Like, Batman's not a new concept. All right. Again, 75 years old. But, <laughs> but even going back to one of the points they made about, you know, Batman killing or Batman allowing someone to die. Does anyone, again, all these people who are such... Dying the Wolf fanboys mm -hmm. of Christopher Nolan's films, which I loved. I loved one of them. Not a I liked them. I'm a huge fan of Dark Knight Rises because, again, thought they tried to put too many storylines in the same. Yeah. What do you mean, Dark? <laughs> <laughs> you know exactly what I mean about that. No, yeah, I, but, I only liked one of them. But you know, even in Batman Begins, he literally says, "I'm not going to kill you, but I don't have to save you." Yes. Yeah. And allows Rachel Ghoul to die. Right. On a train. Because I think when we're holding on to such, I mean, yes, yes. It, there was parts when I was like, oh my God, Batman, do not, do not shoot the gun. You know, because that's a big moment. <laughs> but. Because again, it was like, he's standing under with a rifle. I was like, no. But no. this is, we also saw a Batman that has nightmares. Mm -hmm. That is, it's not fear, but it is. Yeah. It, it's, it's a base form of fear mm -hmm. that you can't help. Mm -hmm. No, I'm sorry. Even Batman can be afraid. Yeah. And. He's Batman, so he takes every step to not be afraid. Mm -hmm. And like, I'm sorry, he's going to be a little bit yeah. rougher on the edges. And like, I would even go deeper. Hard. Yeah, I would even I would even go deeper. I wouldn't say is that he doesn't take steps to not be afraid. I think he takes steps to make sure that he uses that fear. Yeah, yeah he channels to, it. He channels that fear to his advantage, and he takes that fear that he has and he puts it into others. Yeah, like you you need to 
Like, you're listen, gonna, I've seen this, and I've seen this. You need to said, be afraid. Because he said over and over and over again that, you know, he never wants another eight-year-old boy to have to go through what he went through. Mm-hmm. Now, that's impossible. Right. From a psychological standpoint, from a practical standpoint, that is absolutely impossible. But we still root for, we still root for Batman. Right, because that's one of the things that make you love Batman. He, yes, he's, he's smart, he's rich, whatever. But he's an ordinary person trying to do extraordinary, impossible things. And no matter how cold he is, there's a reason for everything he does. And he has an end goal, mm-hmm. which is, yeah, everything. because, mm-hmm. you know, at his core, he's kind of like little boy law. Like, he just wants yeah. to make everything he better being, at the expense of himself. He stopped mm-hmm. being Bruce Wayne the night his parents yeah. died. Yeah, mm-hmm. Bruce Wayne is the mask, you know. Mm-hmm. The one he has, and I loved, I, let me just stop and say, I loved that moment where he was down, you know, under the stairs, putting his little bug on the wall, and mm-hmm. what was the name, Mercy came in, yeah. mm-hmm. and he's just immediately was drunk, Bruce, and then as soon as she walked away, <laughs> he was just, shoes. I'm done with this. <laughs> like, that that right there was the moment, I mean, I, I knew at this point that I loved Ben Affleck, I loved Batfleck, but that <laughs> I right love there was too. the moment where I was just yeah. like, you understand this character. And I appreciate you for that. Because it almost, it it looked like being Bruce Wayne for that two seconds mm-hmm. was harder yeah. than what he was trying to accomplish. Yeah. And, and that, that's the one thing Christian yeah. Bale couldn't get. God. Mm-hmm. And I, I did. I enjoyed the Nolan movies. I, I wasn't mm-hmm. as crazy about um, The Dark Knight Rises, but when Batman Begins, like, how old were we? When, what year did that come out? I don't know. <laughs> I remember going to see it with my dad and my little brother and walking out of the theater just being in awe because I was like, Batman. this is the first time I had seen a Batman movie 2005. do that. Oh, yeah. This was before high school. <laughs> 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 let me just stop and let y'all know how young I am. <laughs> yeah, I'll I let you know how old I am. So after high school. <laughs> <laughs> but it was, it was that moment where I was just, I was amazed by this movie. Because I had not seen on the big screen, other than, you know, the Tim Burton, the, mm-hmm. the older Batman films that, that I loved. But this was, this was Batman. This was, this was what I had read. Yeah. And it was, it was a form of it. <laughs> but this I mean, is I've, the... I've, 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 I've been taken to church by mm-hmm. Ben Affleck. <laughs> but <laughs> okay. but I, I loved it. Yeah. And I loved this. And that's the thing. And I think that's, you know... I, I'm glad, even if, you know, we didn't love every aspect of it, I'm glad that, you know, we could get together and talk about Mm -hmm. what we liked about it, some of the things that we didn't like about it, but at the same time, give it a chance to be what it is. Yeah. Because it was honestly, there were so many things in there that was just for... I felt like for me, it was for us as fans. And I kind of want to transition into one of the things that, you know, and again, I'm trying to stay positive, but, you know, don't we feel that kind of we as fans can be our own worst enemy? For real. (laughs) And we're never satisfied, and no one's ever satisfied about anything, but it's like Mm -hmm. when stuff is handed to us, and it's like, here, this is for you. Mm -hmm. This is is from the, here you go. We take it and we go, hmm. And it's kind of like, yeah, but it's not this. Yeah, this isn't this isn't live. And I understand. I understand that. I I will. And I'm not gonna. I'm gonna hypocrite for a second. I will not watch the new Ninja Turtle movies. I won't. I don't care. I'm sorry. (laughs) And I'll be honest with you. I couldn't. You know, I'm not a huge um, Michael Bay fan at all. I'm not either. I've seen the first 
two Transformers movies I have not it's the only ones worth watching. I've not seen yes. another I've yeah, not seen another either. Transformers yeah. movie and, and that's the thing I don't feel like I've missed anything but and I did not want to see Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles but I enjoyed it oh really see I I, I enjoyed that first film and the fact that the second one looks like they're introducing Krang mm-hmm. yeah. and Bebop and Rocksteady. Yeah. Let's just talk about yeah. Stephen Amell as Casey Jones. Casey Jones. <laughs> and Casey Jones. That's the one thing I'm most... And, and yeah, I haven't and even like, seen the first and one. But see, that's, that's my Jones. thing. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that's my thing is... Casey Queen. You know, I know, I know that, you know, when I liked, you know, I know it's not going to be my thing. Mm-hmm. I'll eventually see it, you know, whatever, that's fine. I'll wear it down one of these things. But, you know... I'm so glad, regardless of not if I like it, if it's what mm-hmm. I, I think they kind of look ridiculous, you know, with the CG, whatever, that's fine. Yeah. But yeah. I'm like, hey, at least we still have it. Right. Yeah. yeah. At least it's still coming out. Mm-hmm. Like, even even these movies that we don't really enjoy, like, this is a big thing. Mm-hmm. This yeah. this world, this that they're so in-depth in these comic book movies. In this, you know, just this pop culture, this fan vision of everything that they want to give mm-hmm. us all of this stuff is, is a great thing. Like, it's yeah. beautiful. But and it, I appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> but the thing is, is that, you know, fandom as, you know, fandom on the whole, like, we're the, we were the ones who are the first ones to crap on it. We're, mm-hmm. We crap oh, on the, we crap on the announcement of it. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Like, they, yeah. something, they announced like, something immediately we're like, oh no. And no, I'm, I'm not, no. I'm really not one of those people who Stephanie will tell you because I love movies and I love to see most forms of things and there there are things that don't fall into that category but I will give anything <coughs> gambits look okay see <laughs> everyone I, can I be broken left, I have I have lost my apprehension towards gambit that was an apprehension towards Channing Tatum because let's I'll take a moment that way. he has not been in a serious movie that we could if take they ever get around to making gambit <laughs> oh, no, they as they've apparently back. pushed it back again <laughs> but you know we do we we take it and we we're like we want it we want it we want it and you know the consensus of the people I've talked about it you know people at work and stuff they're like I liked this part about it I you know they waste you know I hear they wasted doomsday I'm like no, no. if the ending would have been different that would have been a waste of doomsday I'm so sorry doomsday if it's right if at some point Batman had gotten the upper hand on doomsday and had knocked him out Ridiculous, no. not yeah. believable. Like that's, no. Doomsday did so what? I put it to you this way. You had Batman leaping from buildings and dodging things like Batman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like Batman does. Mm-hmm. Batman he does this thing. He didn't he didn't roll into a corner or yeah. jump into a plane. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. he, he, he he actually did Batman y things. <laughs> Where you had, there were buildings. Right, you had you had Wonder Woman. Like literally get knocked down, get back up, and keep fighting. You had one woman using the, the lasso. lasso. <laughs> <laughs> yes, hold on. Sorry, so I'm just my girl. <laughs> you, you saw her using the lasso. You saw Superman be Superman. Yeah. You said like everyone who has said over and over again, and myself included, I can't stand Superman movies because they turn him into a. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> they turn him into a glorified firefighter and or EMT. I want to see him punching someone. I got to see him punch someone. You did. Yeah. Even Man of Steel, which I liked mm-hmm. a lot mm-hmm. before it came out. My opinion was 
Zod again? <laughs> Great. So it's like I didn't. It's like I didn't particularly like Superman Returns too much because it felt like they were just they weren't doing an original story. They were just kind of continuing the Richard Donner um, mm-hmm. Superman films. You know, I you know became a super stalker. He yeah. was just like he was just like floating around, like looking at Lois all the time. Like, yeah. I, it was, he was creepy. He was. He was. He was creepy, and I wanted more. I wanted to, you know, I wanted him to do more, but you know, he just they just made him creepy. Yeah. <laughs> he was super creepy. Exactly. And then you had you know Man of Steel, which again I was like, as I, I was excited that they didn't have Luthor. Because again, when they put when they put Luthor in Superman Returns, I was like, okay, it's kind of a waste. I love Kevin Spacey. I love Kevin, Kevin yes. Spacey. Could have been, is an amazing actor. Mm-hmm. Another land issue. Another land deal. Another another real estate scam. This is the greatest criminal mind of all time. <laughs> There's only and one thing right, I can like, do. And real estate. Yeah. Is is it's, like. I it's can like take the, over the world one exactly. flop at a time. Like the worst, like Bernie Madoff impression. Yeah, mm-hmm. but um, but again, you go into those interpretations, and I still went and saw Superman Returns. I took my yeah. took my wife to go see Superman Returns. We sat, you know, in the audience and watched that movie, and I teared up. That scene with the plane, oh, I teared okay, up. Yeah. I was like, "That's what I want to see. That's it. Yeah, that's Superman." And then. The movie was kind of not, <laughs> but I enjoy, but I enjoyed that. But I wanted to see Superman not be the big blue boy scout. I wanted to see him try, but I, to try and do good. But I didn't want him to just do perfect, right? Not be perfect, and that's what I got because he's not perfect. He shouldn't be perfect, right? He's kind of new at this. Yeah. You know, he's he's it's very like new. Literally, this was 18 months from the last movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so. I, I think it was a good thing for Lois to be like, you know, yes, he saved her. Because that's what he, mm-hmm. I mean, that's not only what he wants. You know, it was the right thing to do. But he's kind of like, this is what happens when I'm kind of selfish mm-hmm. with it. But at the same time, it was like, you. I enjoyed the fact that Lois helped him realize the kind of person that he could be mm-hmm. that he that Lois helped him with his doubts yeah that Lois was there to was there for him and not as hey you know you know like she had an opinion yeah in a lot of ways she, she was kind of his voice of reason and a yeah, backbone she in those moments was stronger than him yeah in the way that he needed and that's what I enjoyed. yeah and I think she's very much Lois mm-hmm. she's very much because that's the Lois I like to see. I don't. I don't want to see whiny yeah. Lois. I want to see. Okay, I'm going to figure this out. You can go do whatever, but I'm going to be mm-hmm. doing this part of the puzzle because this is what I do. Yeah. And I'm not going to go try and you know climb a building, but I'm going to go be a journalist, a damn good one. Right. Yeah. And they actually felt like a team in the movie, which yeah. I love. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so let's talk about Marvel. <laughs> okay. Absolutely looking forward to Civil War. Oh my god. Oh, yes. yes. We're in my I... segment. <laughs> Danny's like, I have not said a word, but I am ready now. I'm here. This I'm present. I am absolutely looking forward to Civil War. Like, um, I think it, I mean, every asset looks awesome. I love that last trailer. 
Oh. With uh, with under oh, under I rows. I played that for everyone I know. Yeah. I believe over and over again. Like my, I got uh, played it for my wife and my kids. Like they, they're, they're into it. Like I, you know, I think as a fan, I like the fact that I'm looking forward to things rather than this. Oh God, this is coming out. And uh, yeah, I, you know, I love the fact that there's so many things to look forward to. Yes. As a mm-hmm. fan, especially comic. Mm-hmm. I'll be the first to say, like, take us back about two years. I was absolutely against the idea of Marvel doing, touching Civil War. Like, I mm-hmm. wanted nothing to do with it. I got into a heated argument with a complete stranger about the fact that they, <laughs> there was no way that Marvel could do Civil War and yep. do it justice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because we didn't have that variety of characters. We don't, we oh, don't yeah. have enough people mm-hmm. to have a war. Mm-hmm. I was like, Civil War was it's like so Civil large. Disagreement. <laughs> <laughs> like, Civil War was such a large monument in the Marvel mm-hmm. comics. And mm-hmm. I, I didn't want to see that. Yeah. interpreted in the world that we had so far. Yeah. And then we had those conversations about, you know, um, you know, getting Spider-Man in, especially in the whole thing after the Sony hack. Oh, definitely. And, uh, <laughs> we've seen it, we've seen it like, come to fruit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay. All those conversations we had about how to get, you know, about uh, Spider-Man getting somehow integrated into the MCU, like, mm-hmm. we're seeing that now. Mm-hmm. We're seeing and as it. it comes there, as we keep getting new closes, I mean, I'm Mm-hmm. I'm like more than excited. So There's excited. not a word <laughs> like to express that we've got. We've got our tickets already. We're, yeah. we're prepared. <laughs> but um, I mean, it's going to be my bachelor party. That I'm excited for. I mean, I'm excited for Spider-Man. I'm excited for Black Panther. The mm-hmm. whole thing. I'm actually really stoked that they're not doing it exactly like the comics. Yeah, I, I love seeing the new iterations of things like with Age of Ultron and all these other ones. I've never been a purist with my comics. Mm-hmm. I've always been like, cool, well, as long as we stay somewhat true, yeah. it's, it's, it's there. <laughs> Give it's me not, a couple yeah. nods and I'll be fine. Right. Don't it, last it, stand It's not, oh, fine. just names. <laughs> oh, We've God. actually got, oh, <laughs> She went there. <laughs> but yeah, and so like, I'm, I'm really stoked about it because, I mean, yeah, there's not the plethora of characters that there was in the comics and things like that, but the way that the MCU has been progressing, it doesn't really matter. Especially yeah. with the movies tying into the TV shows, tying into the Netflix series. Uh, I mean, heck, uh, just uh, the other night on Agents of Shield, there was a drop about Daredevil, mm-hmm. just a tiny one, but yeah. there was in a scene news, in the newscast. News I saw that yeah, in the newscast. It was a, across the ticker on the bottom about mm-hmm. a gang war starting in Hell's, Hell's Kitchen. Hell's yeah. Kitchen. <laughs> and so it's the little bitty things that I love that they're like, hey, look, this is a world. It may feel separate sometimes. But this is all together, which means that even though Civil War may be its own little thing, it has a big Mm -hmm. impact on everything. That's what I want to see. I want to see how big of a crater this is going to put in the MCU and how they're going to recover. Right. I believe, you know, it's a believable argument. Mm -hmm. It's it's believable why these two people are on separate sides. Mm -hmm. You know, just like it was in the comic, you know, for completely different reasons with all these different people, Mm -hmm. but... You know, you know, with it kind of, you know, being like a custody battle. I feel, (laughs) (laughs) which I'm not saying that in a bad way, but it's believable why Captain America would be so firm, Mm -hmm. so unmoving, unwavering. Mm -hmm. It, it, it makes sense that he believes in it, so therefore you believe it, and that's what I was afraid of. I was like, oh my god, how. Mm -hmm. How are they going to do this? Like we're, we're mm-hmm. bros. Like we were yeah. on the farm, and, and what the happened? Of that I think started in, in uh, Winter Soldier, 
where there was one scene with him talking with Nick Fury that I loved where he was talking about so because he was talking about the advanced threat assessment and stuff like that how they mm-hmm. could take out a thousand targets in less than mm-hmm. a second all that kind of stuff and he's like so you're holding a gun to everyone's head and calling it freedom yeah and so with that i think that's kind of where tony's leading with this mm-hmm. and where hey if we can stop it before it happens let's do that or hey let's yeah. get this in line and yeah, it's this whole you know yeah. suit of armor around the world yeah right. it, it makes perfect sense especially since even though the way failed. they changed <laughs> age of ultron <laughs> right to where now tony's like yeah i i do mm-hmm. need we need this. And it's all because him covering for his mistakes. That's yeah. what keeps happening. And that's the thing is that anytime yeah. he did, all of these things can really kind of be traced back to Tony Stark. Yes. 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 Tony's like, I am living like, proof Tony, I'm what happens to go ahead. when mm-hmm. power goes unchecked. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. Yep. And we, we can get behind both sides. And that was the beautiful thing of Civil War. Yeah. Like, we understood. We wanted to be on both sides. Mm-hmm. We yeah, because both, both, side, were coming both sides had valid points. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that, that's what I was afraid they weren't going to be able to do two years ago. And mm-hmm. now we've seen that built up and I'm just like, bravo. Yeah, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm, I'm impressed. You, you, you've made a believer out of me. Yeah. And I, I love the gray line that they've drawn with this mm-hmm. too. It's not a clear one way or another. You can't go, oh yeah, Tony's wrong or Cap's wrong. It's, I mean, I kind of feel both ways. Yeah. Kinda, like there's parts of Tony's argument where you're like, yeah, I got you. And but there's parts of yeah. it's the same thing. You can, You're being clouded right. by emotion. Exactly. It's like, it, no, it's, that's not what this is. Yeah. It yeah. is, but it's not. <laughs> yeah. And you know, just from all the stuff in the trailer, I'm super excited about just the scene mm-hmm. with the Scarlet Witch and the Vision. Oh, just because yes. I wanna know what's Just because they've given me so little of every but the first time she saw him mm-hmm. was everything I wanted it to be. Yeah. Because she was just in like it was so fantastic, oh, and I was I was nervous <laughs> about them doing Scarlet Witch. I was very, mm-hmm. very nervous because Wanda's like she's a hard you know. I didn't want to see her just come up there and be, you know, sexy and a badass. Like I didn't want to mm-hmm. see mm-hmm. another Black Widow. Right. Yeah. And just to see, you know, I can do some stuff, but she's so different and mm-hmm. such a contrast. And just seeing those two different female characters that are mm-hmm. so important in their own ways. Mm-hmm. You know, individually, and they're not just lumped in as just something to look at. And I right. think, like that—that that was one of my best, the, my favorite scenes from the trailer. Of, right. of course, the Spider-Man thing. <laughs> I, I hit the desk. <laughs> she did. When I watched it, the first, like I slapped it, like mm-hmm. it is law. Like <laughs> I, I was literally in the middle of doing something. I was in the middle of work. I rushed back to my office so I could sit in my office alone. And turn the sound up on my computer, <laughs> on my desk, and it's just like everyone leave me alone. <laughs> it's like I want to be in this moment right now. Oh, nothing else mattered. Oh no, no, we, we all came no. like rushing back to the back. Like it's out, it's out. There's the a new trailer. Spider Man's in it. Yes, <laughs> the second that I saw that it came out, I was like, Stephanie, where are you? <laughs> yeah, it was. It was great. It mm-hmm. really was. Um, I mean, Marvel's impressive. Mm-hmm. It is. It, it's not. I was kind of worried that all the movies were going to kind of blend in mm-hmm. after a while that it was going to be solo movie, solo movie, team up. Right. Solo movie, solo movie, team up. And what's cool is but that... But everything's yeah. so different that it's... Right. Yeah, I mean, I like the fact that they kind of, you know, they veered from the formula. Mm-hmm. Like, the formula worked for, you know, the first and second yeah. phases, and now they're kind of... And now they You have that freedom out. to, do, to mm-hmm. do pretty much everything. And one complaint I've always heard about the MCU is that there's no consequences to their action. And I feel like with that, 
This is well, tell them to go over to DC. There's right. plenty. <laughs> <laughs> they can get away with anything. Yeah, but no, God. Right. they can't breathe wrong. <laughs> Thank you. Mm-hmm. Right, but yeah, I mean, and that's the thing is that with Civil War, I really think that that's going to be the culmination of everything, mm-hmm. um, especially within the trailer where it was showing Sokovia, New York, uh, and all those. Yeah, where it was actually showing. Hey, look! Here's the death toll. Right. Here's, See, and that's the I thing. I love that. They show yes. the fact that there were in fact deaths. Mm-hmm. That there was a death toll to these. Yeah. Because I'm sorry. People can't save the world. You can't save every individual. This is not going to happen. That's the point of these movies. We're making them more like reality. You can't have a reality where everyone Mm -hmm. just walks away without a scratch. That meets the purpose of the superhero movie to have it grounded in. Because if there was no tragedy, if there was no tragedy, then why do we care that we win? Mm -hmm. Thank you. If there's no risk, if there's no risk, and we're all in bubbles, and mm-hmm. we respawn no, mm-hmm. like we're in a video no game, <laughs> yeah, if there's no right. stakes. Then why, you know, then it doesn't matter who wins or loses. Mm-hmm. It really doesn't, you know. But I think people lose that. They're like, well, you know, you messed up this, blah blah blah, <laughs> and it's like because these are supposed to be super powered individuals. Mm-hmm that are far beyond us. Mm-hmm. And even the ones that don't have superpowers have skills that go way above and beyond everybody else's. Mm-hmm. Even poor Hawkeye, you know, even though people crap on him. <laughs> God love him. I like Hawkeye. I, I love Hawkeye. Hawkeye. I, mean, I, I, I do too. him so much. Like, he, he is that humanity in the team, and I mm-hmm. love that about yeah, him. But I like a, the fact that he's humanity in a team. I didn't, you know, I think the whole family thing is... It's I, a bit I guess, much. I guess maybe because... They put a little bit too much on him. Of course, we yeah. spent that entire movie waiting Thinking he was going to die. Yes. Right. Like, every time anything happened, <laughs> oh, we brought his family, he's thing, going they to totally, die. Yeah, they totally... They totally redshirted him like that whole movie. Oh, yeah. Like and but here's my thing is that because you know we watched the expanded universe aspect and there was that whole you know wanting him to get with Bobby Morris thing mm-hmm. and you want your Hawkeye and your Mockingbird together. <laughs> like, it's the ultimate couple name. Thank like you. that's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Who's your boyfriend, Hawkeye? Who are you, Mockingbird? <laughs> like come on now. Yeah. But I mean I but even. Them, even that air quote, what some people say, boring members of the team, are so much a step beyond even, you know, special ops or whatever, yeah. mm-hmm. because they're supposed to be. And if these people were going around saving the world from aliens and whatever else, and a city is flying, literally, mm-hmm. why is it so hard to get our minds wrapped around the fact that, hey, this happened? We live in a world with how many people? Mm-hmm. Someone's probably going to get cro- caught in the crosshairs a couple times. Mm-hmm. And there has to be things that you're afraid to lose. And it's a... It's yeah. like, I mean, there yeah, are definitely going to be like stakes in, yeah. in these. But at the same time, we all know going into it that, you know, with few exceptions, you know, our job is to kind of be... Be like be like the hero. Be these these heroes are interpreting us. Or yeah. You know mm-hmm. we're supposed to identify with them. Yeah. So I mean it. Um, it absolutely stands to reason that you know you want those same heroes that you loved and started this movie with mm-hmm. to be with you at the end. So that's it. It'll be the inaugural episode of the Super Powered Fan Cast. In the future, we're going to talk about lots of different things that we enjoy and various things. I will, I will, I will not be taking <laughs> like hijacking every conversation. Nor will I. 
Every, we enjoy it though. Right, we're, yes. we're, we're, we're definitely fans of listening to them talk. So we we'll make sure to podcast like you Well, going forward, everyone will have a voice and everyone will have an opinion and everyone's opinion will be heard and everyone's opinion is valid. So I am Darren. I'm Danny. I'm Jenna. I'm Stephanie. And we'll see you all next time. Bye.